0: This is Barry Zelma for Claim School Incorporated, true crime stories of insurance fraud. Today we're going to speak about an uninsured motorist fraud. Occasionally, without fanfare, someone stands up and refuses to honor an obvious fraud. Such an event, by its rarity, Deserves Public Recognition In October of 1989, Joe Chevrolet, a negligent, uninsured motorist, struck the rear end of a vehicle driven by Marcia Toyota. Ms. Toyota was insured with Good Hands Insurance Company. Marcia claimed severe physical and emotional injuries as a result of the accident. Through her lawyer, Mel Scheister, she presented the reports of Louise Quack, a doctor of chiropractic. Good Hands and Toyota did not agree on the amount of loss she had incurred. Both sides presented their evidence to arbitrator Honest Abe Lawyer. At the arbitration, Dr. Quack testified explaining the severe injuries she claimed she had detected in Toyota. Dr. Quack spoke at length about the many modalities of treatment she provided to Toyota to make her well. Good Hands produced George Wellness, M.D., who testified that Toyota suffered no injury. Good Hands also brought to the arbitration clever expert Ph.D., who stated an opinion that the collision was de minimis and caused no actual damage to Toyota's vehicle. Good Hands presented its evidence to the arbitrator with trepidation. It knew that arbitrators often attempt to reach Solomon-like decisions they offer render awards that split the difference between the demand and the offer. The arbitrator, honest Abe Lawyer, made the following unusual and welcome ruling Quote, There was no credible evidence of injury sufficient for the arbitrator to perform his role of quantification of injury and the further role of translation of that quantification into an appropriate dollar reward. Though the plaintiff did seem sincere, and though she may well have suffered physical and emotional injury from the negligence of the uninsured motorist, any injury she may have suffered has been overwhelmingly obscured and obliterated by the conspired fraud of the law offices of Mel Shister and Louise Quack, D.C., DBA, Hometown Health Care. Such disgrace compels, compels disallowance of any award. Absolutely no weight can be given to the report of Louise Quack, D.C. Any award on the basis of that professional prostitution might foster and encourage repetition and thereby spawn even more teratogenic offspring. This would gravely injure our highly civilized system of compensation to individual victims of vehicular negligence. Unfortunately, a fair, just, and reasonable award cannot properly be determined by a conscious trier of fact on plaintiff's description alone. When the claim of injury is so vigorously disputed by the experts for the defendant, the plaintiff's supporting evidence cannot be limited to her own claims of past pain in neck, back, wrist, and chest. Instead, her claim can only be properly evaluated by some credible diagnostic evidence from a qualified, reputable health care provider. The arbitrator is left with the respondent's expert opinions. These opinions went unchallenged by any credible expert opinion on behalf of the plaintiff. Dr. Quack and Mr. Shyster should be reported to the California Medical Board and to the California State Bar, respectively. Such fraud must not be allowed to continue and to metastasize. While finding against claimant, the arbitrator blames those legal medical professional prostitutes And hopes the claimant will ultimately recover from them whatever fair, just, and reasonable compensation she deserves. Because even though the insurer good hands was successful in the arbitration and was not required to pay any money to Ms. Toyota, it was still the loser. Good hands had to pay its attorney, the engineer who reconstructed the accident, and the physician who evaluated the injury. Good hands had to pay its counsel for presenting the evidence to the arbitrator and to pay half the fees of the arbitrator. It is the cost of defending such frauds that make auto insurance so expensive. Good hands could have saved the expense of proving the fraud by entering into a settlement with the claimant. It probably would have spent less money if it did. The insurance industry should be most concerned that few arbitrators have the courage of the arbitrator we have called Honest Abe Lawyer. The same money spent in this case in is spent in far too many more where the parties receive a Solomon-like decision and the money goes to the fraudulent claimant, lawyers, and medical professionals. More arbitrators, more judges, and more insurers should have the courage of their convictions. If they do not, a lawyer like Shyster will continue to become wealthy off the premium dollars paid by the honest insured. Fraud will continue to be a profit-making business. This video was adapted from my books on insurance fraud, and they are available from Amazon.com as Kindle Books. Thank you for your attention.